I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. You're listening to a Right Chord Music podcast. Lost on Radio. Hello, welcome to Lost on Radio. This is episode 47 of the podcast from Right Called Music. It is our mission to bring you half an hour each and every week of our favourite independent, emerging and underappreciated music as we find it from all around the world, all around the web, uh, and as we hear from you, uh, uh, as you tell us about it all as well. This week, no exception, got some absolutely great tunes for you. Uh, Starting with this, she's called M-Pop, E-M-P-O-P. Singer-songwriter, musician, studio manager and producer from Watford in the UK. This track is very fun, very catchy. She's got lots of uh, support from various places, including, of course, the amazing Tom Robinson at BBC Six Music. Uh, Enjoy this one. It is called The Garden. Black and white cat Behind a big 
There you go. A brilliant way to start the show. So, uh, favourite place to be is The Garden. That was M-Pop uh, with The Garden. She's done an album with Simon Ellis, uh, about which you can find out lots more. Um, if you head to mpop.co.uk, that's E-M-P-O-P.co.uk, uh, she's a wonderful artist. Uh, and next up is another wonderful artist that we have featured before. He's called Noisic, spelt with a K at the end. Uh, and this track is called Duke, spelt with a J as well as a D. It's a D and then a J and then a U and then a K and then an E. Uh, the previous song we played was Retabla. Uh, I don't know if you remember that. Uh, I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right still to this day. But um, anyway, they sent through, he, he sent through or someone sent through uh, this follow-up tune, uh, which is Duke, as I just explained. And this is an absolute cracker too. So I hope you like this. It's, it's not no, 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 Noisic with Duke.
Yeah, that's one to listen to uh, through headphones if if you're interested. I uh, hope you enjoyed that. It was Noisic with Duke. Uh, Duke spelled D-J-U-K-E. Uh, a bit different to like Duke. Uh, but if you want more of that kind of stuff, then head over to soundcloud.com forward slash Noisic. N-O-I-S-I-K. It's the perfect place to go. Uh, okay, now it is time to look at something uh, new. The first signs of love this week is a guy with a great sounding uh, band name. Uh, Sam Williams and the Flock of Bats are from Cornwall. And the song that we are featuring is a track called Submarine. This is a part of a free EP, which you can get from uh, Sam at uh, Sam Williams and the Flock of Bats. That's all one word. Bandcamp.com. Great offer. You don't have to pay anything. It might be a pay what you what you can. So, you know, if you've got a load of spare cash floating around, then then give him money because that's that's always a really nice thing to do um, to, to independent artists and we appreciate it a lot. Uh, right, enjoy this. It's called Submarine. the storm But the wind and rain it carries on Playing those hearts like a drum The harder you hit it the more pain is done down to your knees into the earth's evergreen pale skin and short length hair he got you bruised and now you're not so fair Go again through the rain and the wind. Cause we don't know the world you. further you go the more bruises you will leave into the forest you will run 
Her blue eyes always fed the god Pale skin and short length hair She shot him down And now he's not here Absolutely lovely. That's Sam Williams uh, with his flock of bats uh, based in Cornwall in the physical world. However, they're just a click away here in this uh, digital world of ours. If you go to samwilliamsandtheflockofbats.bandcamp.com, you can have the EP that that song belongs to for free or whatever you want to pay, I think. It might just be free. I'm not sure. I can't remember. Either way, you don't have to pay anything if, if, you, if you're really brassic. So... Um, yeah, just go and get that music because it's great. Um, now a guy who I discovered last week while perusing my big archive of exciting artists that I hadn't yet had chance to listen to. He's called John O'Harrison and this song is just a beaut. It's really, really lovely. It's called Tangled in the Wire uh, and it should just mellow you to a new realm of loveliness. Uh, yeah, sit back and relax and enjoy this one. Like a quiet invasion 
Frankly, sublime Jono Harrison there with Tangled in the Wire. Head over to johnoharrisonmusic.com. Uh, you can listen to his stuff. You can buy his packages. Uh, you can watch his videos. All that usual shizzle. Uh, I think you can get hold of his album from iTunes too. So uh, do, because it's really nice. The, the whole thing is, is, is lovely. Um, okay, just one bit of news before I hit the next jingle. We have a Right Chord Music Hangout Festival coming up yes a whole festival two days of hangout gigs uh you know the gigs we've been putting on you i mean you probably i don't know if you know about them but basically we've been putting on gigs for the last while um uh online um google, using google hangouts and they've proved very very popular so uh we're undertaking the crazy task of two days worth of right music hangout gigs so get the 27th to the 29th of september in your diary right now i'll give you a moment okay great and i will bring you news of who will be playing uh very soon but the bill is already taking a very sweet shape uh so that is mighty exciting uh watch your space okay right call music end of the week this week's artist of the week is the brilliant Kim Logan. She is from the swamps and the beaches of Sarasota, Florida, uh, and she is absolutely great. I caught up with her uh, a few days ago, last week, to ask some questions 
so without further ado, I shall pass over to that interview and I will catch you next week. I uh, hope you have a, a really great one. I think I've I've conveyed all the messages that I need to. If I haven't, make sure you follow us on Twitter. Get onto Twitter at Right Call Music um, and we shall uh, keep you inundated with uh, news and, and more great music. Uh, and do get in touch with us if you have any recommendations that you want to throw our way, uh, which you can do so also through rightcallmusic.co.uk. Uh, okay, after that barrage of information... Here is me uh, interviewing Kim Logan, the Right Call Music Artist of the Week this week. So today I am absolutely thrilled to be joined by our Artist of the Week, Kim Logan. Hello, Kim. How are you doing? And uh, what have you uh, been up to today? Hello. Actually, today I have had some downtime. It's a weekend, so I have found myself writing songs today and getting ready to record my next album, putting things together. Oh, exciting. That's very good news. Uh, and I must say, after reading about your story, it is an absolute pleasure uh, to have you on the show. Uh, you, you started off in opera. Uh, you're the fourth generation of entertainers in your family, and you have travelled uh, far and wide in your music career so far. Uh, so where are you at now? What's happening in the world of Kim Logan uh, today? Uh, if you'd like to give us a bit more background on how you got to this point, then uh, that'd be absolutely great. In the world of Kim Logan <laughs> is very busy right now. Um, I did start out in opera, and uh, actually I still work as an opera singer, and I'll be in Nashville Opera's production of Les Pêcheurs de Pearl this fall, the Pearl Fishers. And I'm very excited to start rehearsals. They're actually beginning on Tuesday for the fall season. And it's just something I've stuck with on top of <laughs> a lot of other things. And um, I do come from a family that's very rooted in entertainment tradition and the entertainment industry, very American, broadcast, um, Broadway performance family. And it's definitely how I got into the music industry. I, um, my mom was doing PR for southern rock artists and country artists in the 90s, and I was very interested in singing and performing country music and rock and roll. And my father is very, <clears throat> he's very European, he's very, um, he places great importance on education and, and structure and discipline and it's been very good for me. Frustrating, but very good for me. And uh, he put me in an opera camp, which led to almost a decade of involvement with a youth opera program in Sarasota, Florida, that really gave me the classical training that prepared me for being a contemporary musician, a professional musician at all. And um, somewhere along the line, I had... Doug Gray, the singer from the Southern Rock Band, the Marshall Tucker Band, tell me to start writing songs, and my world kind of came together with my, my verbal and literary creativity sort of melding with my vocal experience and my vocal training. So then I decided to do it for my life and became very, very busy. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and you're uh, doing a degree in entertainment and music business, uh, I believe, at the moment. Has that given you a desire to get more stuck into the industry or 
has it had uh, the opposite effect, as I know it does or can have with, with certain people? Um, I went to Berkeley College of Music in Boston, Massachusetts for my first two years of college, and it was quite the experience. Um, I learned a lot. I didn't really fit in. I left home very early as still a 17-year-old, a teenager. I don't know what um, what the typical ages are in, in the United Kingdom. I know they're different from ours. To um, to leave home and to go to university or, or whatever, but I was very young. And it was the day I turned 17 that I graduated high school and just left Florida to cross the country and go to school in Boston. And... Um, it was very jazz oriented, very modern R and B, not old school R and B. Um, it teaches you a lot. It teaches you a lot of theory and a lot of practice and a lot of technicalities that you would never otherwise learn. Gives you a lot of access to major power players in the old school industry and um, who are trying to sort of make their way into lucrative jobs in the new school industry. And it's kind of confusing and disorienting actually because there's no music scene in Boston to speak of. <clears throat> it's very cutthroat and um, not not a feeling of community. It's basically Berkeley students playing for other Berkeley students and not supporting each other very much. But, um, but I was fascinated with rockabilly and southern music and all of these things that Berkeley didn't really have a finger on the pulse of at all. So I actually had professors and vocal coaches and things telling me to move to Nashville to sort of find what I was looking for, and um, and I did, and I came down and started going to school at Belmont, Belmont University's Curb College of Entertainment and Music Business, and the Curb College is owned by Curb Records, Mike Curb, and he's got lots of money from Garth Brooks, <laughs> so he's got a lot of chance to educate young people on the inner workings of the American music business and of... Um, a lot of particular insight into the country music industry and the songwriting industry. So um, the best thing about Nashville and about having Belmont be very simultaneously active on Music Row and in the recording industry to being an actual learning institution is the fact that you get to, to learn and practice. You get to um, perform. You get performance experience. You get... Um, practical songwriting experience, practical musicianship experience, and it's definitely leaps and bounds um, ahead of Berkeley in that area. But what I did sort of took it one step further. I, I actually disassociated myself largely from the Belmont crowd and started playing the, the honky-tonks on Broadway in downtown Nashville and the dive bars in East Nashville and the rock and roll clubs. And the, the entertainment and music business degree has been... Um, very beneficial, but not very gratifying. I mean, I, I'm i definitely laying my groundwork and making my blueprints of my career from this industry, but it's difficult because it does fundamentally sort of go against the grain of what you hope to be as an artist, which is not um, particularly catering to the inner workings of the business side of the industry. You don't want to think that you think about that, but at institutions like Berkeley and Belmont, you learn to naturally think about that. And I do think that it's that it's beneficial. It's just, um, it's certainly not the most rewarding part of the artistic process. <laughs> no, I can imagine. <laughs> That's a really interesting insight. And 
pragmatic uh, approach to that that whole situation. I find that fascinating. Um, absolutely love the cover of your album. By the way, is that a, a reference to uh, your growing up in Florida? Obviously, before you you moved away to Boston. Thank you. I'm so glad you love the cover of the album. Um, it's very special to me. And I grew up in Florida, not particularly liking Florida because it was so hot and um, and touristy and flat and very strange. Very, it's the fucking Twilight Zone. It's so weird, and it's um. It's pretty backwards and strange, but I'm very proud of that now. And I think alligators are fascinating. They're dinosaurs. I mean, they've been around longer than, than anything else, really, in North America at this point. And they're creepy and they're dangerous. I really love them. But um, it's, it's definitely one of my favorite parts about the project um, is showcasing my the essence of being a Floridian and hmm. that it's very strange and dangerous and... Um, <laughs> And fun and culturally immersive. A lot of strange people have come to Florida for different reasons. And Florida is just sort of this aggregate place for misfits and weirdos and uh, deviants and (laughs) people who want to retire on the beach and do whatever the hell they want for the rest of their lives. And I definitely um, identify culturally with Florida in in a lot of ways. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, And also, just quickly, I wanted to ask... Uh, it's alligators, I think you've said, that you get in Florida, isn't it? Not crocodiles. Uh, do you know how to tell the difference between the two? Uh, I always like to educate the listeners a little bit if possible. It, it is alligators you get in Florida, not crocodiles. Crocodiles have the pointier snouts. They they actually look meaner. Right. Um, interesting. There you go. They look meaner. How, how would you describe your music, getting back to that, um, more importantly, to anyone who hasn't uh, yet heard it? Everyone's about to hear it because we're playing out today's show with Voodoo Man. But I love to hear the artist's take on what it is that they produce uh, from their own, you know, mouth. I would describe my music to someone who had not before heard it as really, really the simplest explanation, especially of this record that I released in March that I'm releasing the vinyl version of next month is sort of a love child between the two artists, Bonnie Raitt and Jack White. Um, that covers a lot for me. It covers the masculine and the feminine essences of the music, and it covers the scope of the writing and the performance from country to blues to rock and roll to soul to singer-songwriter material to gospel and doo-wop. I mean, I really, truly want to make records that reflect each sub-genre of Southern music that's happened over the last century. I I'm so passionate about that, and I think that there's so much to be learned from the fact that over this really short, in the scope of things, um, period of time in humanity, we created all of these really interesting and diverse and visceral types of music, all really in Southern America. So it's definitely something I want to reflect and pass on to future generations as a finger pointer and a torchbearer for the great people who came before me. So I feel like today's kids are just listening to trash and it's really fucking awful. It's a bummer. It's, it's, it's boring and it's garbage and it's not stimulating anybody's um, brain or heart or libido. I mean, that's what should be awoken in you for rock and roll and jazz and country and blues is, is passion and, and give a shit, you know? And I think that there's not really that 
a whole lot of that there on the radio, especially, or, you know, really even in the mass market of record-buying middle America, but it's definitely, I put all these songs together with a purpose to make them, um, make them different from each other and, and teach people about what each of them represents. And, um, I'd say that it's, it's very American music. It's very bluesy, sexy, in-your-face music that brings a message for sure. Um, Voodoo Man is probably actually my favorite song on the record. I, I rarely say that, and I always say that I don't have a favorite, but to be honest, <laughs> Voodoo Man's probably my favorite. And, um, I just have a, a real connection to the song because it's the first song that I wrote for that batch of songs for that record that I knew I was onto something. I knew I, I knew I believed in what I was doing, and I knew that I could pass it on, so to speak. <laughs> um, so I'm really glad you like it as much as I do. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, and so what, uh, what's in store for the rest of the year for you, Kim? Are you going to be doing any live shows or uh, uh, you, you mentioned writing for a new record at the uh, beginning of the interview? Uh, what? Yeah. What's the plan? The rest of my year is, is pretty great. I have so much to look forward to. Um, next month, I'm throwing an event here in Nashville at a wonderful art and music space. Um, that's going to release the vinyl version of my debut album. And I've been lucky enough to have support and sponsorship and collaboration efforts come to me from CSAC, my performing rights organization, from Palaver Records, the record label that is doing the distribution and press for the vinyl, from United Record Pressing, which is the pressing plant, which is super historic and gorgeous and meaningful and great. Um, that is Nashville's own, that's pressed a lot of the vinyl records that have come out over the last, you know, 60, 70 years. And uh, just a really fantastic photographer, filmmaker, and fashion designer who are all putting together their forms of art into something inspired by my music. And um, whether that be the designer Rachel Hesse's fashion collection inspired by each of the 10 songs on my record, or the shots by the amazing photographer Don Van Cleve, who shot me in Rachel's Couture at United Record Pressing, or the filmmaking that's going to be done by Josh Shoemaker to sort of chronicle not only the act of pressing the record and, and of the fashion pieces and the photo shoot, but a dialogue about the importance of the resurgence of vinyl and why there's a market for that and why anybody cares and why it's so important in Nashville and Music City and why it correlates so strongly with with this this uprising of Nashville this this skyrocketing in popularity and importance of of our city right now. Yeah. Excellent. Um well it's been absolutely lovely to speak to you Kim. Thank you. Uh, so much once again for taking the time to join me today and uh, congratulations on being the Right Call Music Artist of the Week. All the best with the album. We really, really can't wait to keep in touch with what you're up to over the next few months uh, and years, uh, etc. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. I spent a lot of time in my teenage years traveling to the UK and falling in love with everything, the people, the culture, the history, the architecture, the music especially. And um, it's really, really, really great to know that somebody overseas in one of my favorite places in the world, I don't care who it is, I don't care how many of you will will hear this and, and check out what I've done. It's very cool. We love you here in Nashville. Come visit. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, 
All right. And just before we go, uh, where's the best place for listeners to connect with you uh, on the internet? The best place to find me online is www.kimlogan.net. And you'll be able to find photos and music and videos and pretty much one-stop shop, a link to everything. Excellent. That's what we like. (laughs) Great. Well, go and find out uh, all about Kim Logan uh, right after this. Uh, people who are listening playing this week's uh, show out is the amazing Kim Logan who we've just been speaking to the Right Call Music Artist of the Week Uh, this is her track Voodoo Man uh, which we do like as much as she likes it it's a wonderful song by a wonderful artist Uh, yeah and I'll see you again next week All right, keep safe bye bye catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi Mm. hello fresh 
Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.